The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Tech Cat Show with host Lori H. Schwartz. Each week we hear from established leaders in the technology and consumer industry. Finding out the scoop should never be this much fun. Now, here is your host, Lori H. Schwartz. Hello, you crazy and wacky wild audience. This is Lori H. Schwartz, the Tech Cat, coming to you with tech trends impacting your business. And today, we have a really exciting show planned today because we have none other than Mr. Digital Hollywood himself, Victor Harwood. Let's have a big hand for Mr. Victor Harwood, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't ever heard of Victor Harwood, you must have heard of Digital Hollywood, which is one of the biggest biggest conferences in the country, and I think pretty much we can say globally, that really captures the intersection of technology, entertainment, media, everything that's happening um, in the technology space as it relates to driving consumer engagement. Victor has been doing this a long time. He knows everybody. He really is able to capture the latest hottest tech trends that are impacting on multiple business categories. So Victor, tell us, how did you begin this journey to becoming the guy that is really driving this major conference? Well, hi, Lori. Thank you so much for asking me here. It's great to be here. And, um, you know, it's it's just exciting. Uh, it's, it's exciting every day to be working in this industry. Uh, of course, I've been doing the same thing for 30 years, practically. So uh, to go back to the beginning a little bit, um, we ran the first conference. We really started these conferences in the mid-'80s uh, with when the Macintosh started, so that we ran the first Mac fairs in New York. And, um, and then uh, the real breakthrough conference for us came a couple years later when we ran the first HTTP conference in San Francisco. So that kind of began the whole thing. And that became Digital Hollywood, which emerged in 1993 and 94. Let me just go back a little bit. So my, actually, my first, just as, we were always just interested in technology. So the first conferences I ran actually were for NASA. And we, in the mid-80s, we ran the first conferences on Space Shuttle. So we were right in the middle of it all. And as you could see, everything comes full circle. So the space world is on the cutting edge today and the most exciting thing going on uh, in the country, if not the world. And so is the HTTP came around to become the Internet, which then sort of opened up an entire, entire world for us. How do you, I mean, this is one thing that, people don't probably think about when they attend a conference, but the conference curator is a trendsmith because you are really looking six months to a year out and saying, these are the topics and these are the people 
that are really driving this industry. And so I need to curate it and put them, you know, in these panels and create an environment where people are around them. So how do you, you know, Mr. Digital Hollywood himself, how do you understand and keep up with what those topics should be? Good question. In other words, that's the kind of thing that gets me going every single morning. And instead of feeling like I'm six months to a year ahead of everybody, I always feel like I'm six months to a year behind everybody. Because every day when I look at the news or when I see uh, the announcements being made by companies, I, it, 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 I just feel like, I th- are we missing this trend? Are we not understanding uh, what everyone is doing? So, um, you know, because... The key to understanding the, uh, what we do is a belief in the industry. In other words, since I began doing this, uh, it always has been tremendously exciting for me to think about all the people who are working in this industry, their levels of expertise, their commitment to, uh, to the technology their commitment to their companies, their commitment, but their commitment to change. In other words, these are the the people in the greater technology industry have always been the massive innovators on every front. So you have to begin to think, you have to think like they think. You have to think, why do they think this is important? Why did they think a cell phone was important? Why did they think uh, listening to music on an MP3 player was important. So the uh, the most important thing is to begin to understand who these people are and what they like, what they may be thinking about, and then you'll begin to understand why something might be important to them. And you have to get, you really, in order to understand an industry, you have to get into the heads of the people who are the innovators. And nothing, they, in other words, because they, they don't sleep. They work 24 hours a day, basically. Yeah, but and, you don't ahead. sleep either. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't sleep either. That's true. Well, I mean, you, so, in order to keep up with this. So, so your, your sense of it is really you do a lot of reading and researching. And, and is it just like New York Times? Are you online scouring the paper? Um, you know, how do you sort of find out? You know, what's going on with all these different companies? Well, that, that's true. Of course, I read, I read everything. Um, so whether it's the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal or all the online blogs or all, everything that there is within the universe of technology. And, and then I even like to read uh, press releases from companies because even though press releases are, you know, you, you might say completely self-serving, you begin to sort of, when they begin pushing a certain idea, uh, you want to find out why and what's on their mind. And, and then you can sort of drill down a little bit and then stay on the internet, meaning research. It's all about research and, and, and just spend hours researching the ideas. And they'll take you into faraway places and for, with <laughs> faraway thinking. But in time, what it then allows you to do is to recognize the trends. So you can then say, oh, I see. This idea is something that so-and-so was talking about six months ago, and then you see who the people were, by the way, then you want to see who people are doing business with. You want to see who their partners are. You want to see everything. They're influencers. You want to know everything about knowing everything about the people is everything. 
how how so are uh, at this point in your in your career with digital hollywood because it's a you know a 3 to 4 day event at least in los angeles you do it twice a year and then you do it in new york and you also do it in the um in in the consumer electronics show which we're going to talk about after the break but do you um how long does it take you to literally plan one digital hollywood event which takes place you know over 3 to 4 days well um so it, let's just say it, it, from the minute one digital Hollywood ends is when the next digital Hollywood begins for me. So that I'm, I'm now working. Uh, so the day I came back from the October show, so we had a show in October. It was four days. It was a wonderful event. The events go from early morning breakfast to late at night evening events. So you, you then you want to then evaluate everything you want to understand what worked what didn't work and so of course that process it takes me almost two weeks to to go through the evaluation process after a show is over and then you take you want to of course take a little bit of time off and then begin playing with new ideas but of course i'm then involved with um uh Planning the next the, oh, yeah. planning the next well, I'm already involved with CES or I'm involved with Media Summit in New York. So you can just see it just continues on. But nevertheless, it's so what you really is, it's not so much how long does it take an event. It's really that you never stop working. And what about um, when we come back, we'll talk more about the trends that you're seeing bubbling up right now. But um, I'm curious also, you are one of those few people really in our world who also knows everybody who's doing everything. Um, so it's not only the companies and the trends, but you literally know really the people that can get up there and talk about it in a substantial way as opposed to people that maybe have the title. So how do you also understand who's real and who isn't real? That's a really good question. Uh, and that's our job. One of the ways is to listen to what they say, meaning when they're, making their, when they're speaking at your show or when they're speaking online or when they're giving lectures in one form or another. The key, to, to, the key for me is to understand how committed and how smart these people are. It's no kidding around. They didn't devote their lives to these subjects <clears throat> sort of in some sort of a casual way. These are people who are completely devoted uh, to the subject matter, but I would call it they're devoted to change. These are innovators. They're change agents. They are the people that make the world go round. So that uh, I'm really humbled uh, to, to know these people and to work with these people uh, that I come away, walk into a room, go to a conference, say, oh, my God, that person is so smart. And then you start listening closely to the subtlety of what they're talking about. It's, it, all I can say is it's no kidding around. It, there's no such thing as a hustle. There's no such thing as, you know, talking fast so that you can sort of get through a meeting or something. You know, you, it, this is about substance. And uh, people are betting a whole lot on these ideas. They, bet, they literally bet the farm over and over and over again. And sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But, uh, but the key is the commitment to the change. And these are the players. And does it, for you, um, you know, I, so, so one of the things that I want to talk about with you when we come back is the trends that you're seeing bubbling up. And, you know, this year, more than ever before, especially in Hollywood, Los Angeles, and, you know, 
all over the globe, the talk is about virtual reality. There's a ton of hype about virtuality. There's also a ton of hype about programmatic, um, short-form content. And again, you're, you're looking at all this and you're kind of determining what's real and what's not real. So when we come back, I want to talk to Victor Harwood from Digital Hollywood about what really are the significant trends? Where is the money moving? And what should we all be paying attention to? So in a few minutes, back with the Tech Cat and Victor Harwood from Digital Hollywood. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform. Innovate. Create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. If you're interested in gaining strategies to be more successful both at work and your personal life, check out Turn the Page with host Hemda Mizrahi. It's all about building new habits and perspectives. The show helps you identify the changes you need to make that align with your values and priorities. And then apply these principles to your career, health, social life, and other areas. These are proven techniques that work. Turn the Page airs live Fridays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Business. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. From the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to lori at techcat.tv. That's lori at techcat.tv. And we are having a rare interview today with Mr. Victor Harwood of Digital Hollywood fame. And the reason I say rare is that Victor is often behind the scenes planning these amazing conferences all year long that really capture what's happening in digital media, technology, advertising, and entertainment. And uh, this year's uh, Digital Hollywood that just took place in October um, in Los Angeles was really a phenomenal event. Um, in terms of the amount of audience and interest in virtual reality. So can you tell us a little bit, Victor, what is going on in virtual reality right now? Like, why is it the mania right now? Because I did hear, and I didn't see, but I did hear that there was a Miss Barbara Streisand who came to uh, sit in on some virtual reality conference uh, sessions. So I it's true. Why, what, what is driving the likes of a, of a Streisand and other folks to this mania of, of virtual reality? Well, 
she was there, yes, and that was a surprise. And <laughs> we didn't we didn't put a gun to her head. We didn't force her. It was she actually just came to the event. It was really wonderful. Um, so virtual reality is the hottest thing going on in the industry. That's true. But I try to look at it a little differently. It's not, see, virtual reality. I believe should not be looked at as a silo, as a sort of a single area that we are entering in the same way you might say that 3D came along a few years ago and was this end in and of itself. So uh, virtual reality, on the other hand, is an outgrowth of the computer industry. 3D, this is simply the way I look at it. Uh, Everybody looks at it a little bit differently. The, The computer industry grows in a different way. It occupies multiple platforms so that if something is going to be happening, if video is happening within the computer industry, it's going to happen on mobile, it's going to happen on PC, it's going to happen on on tablets, on smartphones, and then it will then migrate onto television itself. So you'll have multiple ways to um, build an industry. An industry is not dependent on one simple idea. The same thing is true within the world of virtual reality. So I like to look at it as a different way. Let's call it immersive and immersive entertainment, and immersive entertainment appearing or manifesting itself on multiple surfaces. Let's call them interactive surfaces, so that you start seeing uh, virtual reality comes along, and we now have different ways of using it. So it will be Google comes came out with something called Google Cardboard. Now, that is an entry point into virtual reality. Another way is fully immersive experiences, and that would be with Oculus. Sony is creating uh, multiple, multiple levels of reality, but they're, they're doing, uh, doing it as part of PlayStation uh, with their Morpheus and, and obviously Samsung. So you have many players who are creating virtual reality, which, which can be either a 3D Experience, let's say, let's call it a um, a 360 experience on a smartphone. Let's make it an immersive experience with headgear. Let's then look at what's called augmented reality, which is sort of very similar to virtual reality, except you don't have to wear fully immersive um, uh, headgear. Instead, you can wear goggles, more like an Oakley sunglasses, and then. It, they, the imagery will actually appear in the room where you are, sort of similar to holography. But basically, Times Square is a good example of multiple surfaces with multiple experiences for the consumer. Some will be total, some will be, uh, you know, jumping off. There'll be imagery, there'll be sounds. It's just. Immersive is happening in many different ways. And of course, all of, all of this happens because of chips, right? It's all about microprocessors. So it's, it's that micro, the world of microprocessors and the networking of microprocessors and all the things which make up the backbone of the computer industry have now evolved far enough to then allow all of these new uh, enhanced um, what surfaces or enhanced um, you know operations to take place, and that's why so up in Apple's new operating system on a smartphone, you can sort of double tap and more things begin to happen, which is clearly um, a 
a starter kit towards, um, let's call it, it's really an augmented reality or an immersive experience that's going to happen on your smartphone. So let's, of course, then that opens up the door to uh, many different kinds of content that will be developed for these different platforms and services, which then means one kind of content is, let's say, an entertainment or information content like 360 news or um, narrative experiences inside of virtual reality. But let's move over into the advertising industry. And I think we can pretty well and safely say that the entire advertising industry is going to be turned upside down by all of these new technologies because it will open the door to a much, much deeper and richer um, experience between the consumer and brands, so all of the me, different kinds Let me ask you, Victor, because, um, you know, obviously in my world, a lot of people are talking about virtual reality, and, and in my world, you should always start with a content strategy before you go down the pipe with a tactic. But when you have an event like, like Digital Hollywood, which mostly has industry professionals attending, and then you have someone like Streisand show up, what does that signal to you as a conference curator? Well, it took me, remember, I was working on the, on, uh, the content that you saw at the, the October show really began in development for me the November before. Right. So that it was, it was my commitment to seeing the change, seeing the evolution, and recognizing uh, the possibilities that I would, I would study it and talk to people and learn from them month over month over month and begin to understand, okay, this is how the sports industry can be imp- impacted. Here's the health industry. Here, each, we begin breaking it down by industries. We break it down. So think that my, my approach to it is a fairly academic one. I am going to break down every single industry. I'm going to break down every single platform and break down. And then we begin from that to understand market possibilities. And then you begin seeing, then you start seeing how companies will um, make bets on that. So then you'll start seeing, you know, the expenditure of, uh, of, of dollars on that innovation. So you read about uh, Google invests a half a billion dollars in a augmented reality startup, which hasn't, you know, come out yet, so we don't know what they're doing. But each one of these investments, this is, you then begin to piece together a um, a story. Some, some, some yeah, and and then you watch people make their bets. And if your company doesn't get in there and make its bet, that's when you're either a winner or a loser. Now, remember, and not everybody can be a winner, so that's what separates, you know. That makes life interesting. The girls from the large women. <laughs> well, <laughs> let me ask you this. So another big topic, obviously, right now is short-form content. Vine, uh, Snapchat, uh, Periscope, you know, and the, and the sort of live streaming solutions. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, is that an area that you felt very strongly that you had to have a lot of content, a lot of presence around that? Was that, uh, you know, a space that a lot of people were talking to you about? Yeah, for sure. So um, in the year prior to VR, so VR explodes in the year 2015, uh, but in the year 2014 or 13, it was really the, the um, evolution of YouTube, YouTube content dominating or you know, pushing its way into the mainstream of the entertainment content uh, advertising industry. And so 
that YouTube content then became known as MCNs or, uh, you know, takes on different acronyms uh, and is a very big deal. Uh, the, the commitment... Multi, multi-channel networks. Mu- multi-channel networks. So, but everything going on in the computer industry is becoming mainstream for all of the what you might call what legacy industries, the entertainment industry, the advertising industry, the media industry. So um, everything is at the core, at the, at the center. So an idea like MCN, which might have been uh, on the fringes two and a half years ago, is right at the heart of the industry today. So, and, and then, of course, let's take how does an MCN work or what is it all about? So this is short-form content or content that is created, um, generally speaking, for YouTube um, distribution, but it doesn't have to be. It can just be uh, internet-delivered content. Well, now everyone has a smartphone or a tablet where they're watching everything, and all that content becomes mainstream to those users. And then it can also become, as we see, how internet TV how content is delivered through the internet onto your television set, which of course Netflix Netflix was at the uh, forerunner, the you know the they are at the front end of, and now Amazon is all over it. Well, all of it is now taking over the whole entertainment industry now, which isn't to say that I want to diminish the cable industry or diminish you know what you might call live sports or diminish. Um, even broadcast TV. Remember, it's just a bigger and bigger and bigger pie. We people can worry about, you know, cord cutting is 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 crushing, you know, certain kinds of companies or so. But I don't like to look at it too much that way. Uh, that's analyzing the internals of a gigantic industry, so that uh, content people or developers continue to develop for all platforms at all times and. And they all are, so from my perspective, they're all tremendously successful. Uh, it's simply a matter of degrees, but what you're really seeing is um, each of those industries cover their bets and invest in the other because no one can ever be smart enough to know exactly what to do. So you're just what you're seeing is the entertainment industry, the media industry, the computer industry uh, is one of the main global industries and well these and all these different things seem to be you know circling around each other have you ever gotten um phone calls from ad agency executives or entertainment executives to get your advice on what's going to happen well they don't need to to call me they can just look at my website and (laughs) everything is there so uh there's no idea that's in my mind that isn't uh explained completely on the website so while I would love to have everybody call me, it would be great, and I'm happy to talk to them. Uh, they are, I am, the people inside the ad agencies are very much up to date. All of these companies are at cutting edge, and, and they have their own development people, meaning I, I, I can't even say how impressive all the primary companies are now. Uh, it, it's not, no more laggards. It's, this is not 1998 where you could say these people don't get it. Right. Everybody gets it. And um, 
so this it makes it it's a really exciting time because yeah well when we come back i want to talk to you about you know what other tech trends or martech or ad tech trends are you seeing that you personally think is interesting and i'd love to know you know what's in your house i mean you must have a lot of fun tech in there um because you're playing around in the space so we're going to be back in a moment with mr victor harwood mr digital hollywood himself and the tech cat it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform, innovate, create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. Game-changing technologies and strategies are transformational, exciting, and disruptive for a reason. They shake up your status quo. They get you thinking about new ways to scale, compete, and grow. They move you in amazing new directions. You're invited to take your coffee break with Game Changers on Wednesdays, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time for our special series on game-changing HR leaders. Learn how you can become the savvy leader who takes your company across the finish line as you look ahead to the next wave of business innovation. Game-Changing HR Leaders, presented by SAP and America's SAP Users Group. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to lori at techcat.tv. That's lori at techcat.tv. And we're back with the fabulous Victor Harward, Mr. Digital Hollywood himself, um, filling us in on some of the trends that he's seeing bubbling up in the world and how he approaches curating uh, these types of shows. Um, And and people might not know this, what a real true renaissance man you are, but you've written books, you've had multiple other types of careers in in your life, um, and it's kind of fascinating that you've ended up here kind of pulling this whole ecosystem together you know, under one umbrella. So I'm curious, what what do you think right now are really the big tech trends? Like personally, you know, for yourself, what do you think is significant? And do you have a lot of gadgets in your house? Like what, what's turning you on right now? Well, let me just say that uh, I don't mean this in a self-serving way, but of course, everyone should get the most up-to-date piece of technology the minute it comes out. That's just the way it is. And whether it's, you know, new smartphone comes out, get the new one. New tablet, 
new television, new audio system. Just get the new one and, you know, bite the bullet on how much money it costs and just say, okay, it's, this is what we're going to do. And that's because the minute you have it, it the, the technology is so great that it explodes and opens up new ideas and new universes to you immediately within minutes, within days, within hours. Uh, the, the changes that happen in these operating systems and in the technology is, is really fantastic and it's exciting and it makes it, uh, it just makes, meaning buy a new laptop. New laptops are just, you know, wonderful. So, you know, in other words, you, if you, until you buy it, you don't know why everyone is watching video. What are you in, using right now? What what laptop are you using? Uh, I have a, um, you know, a MacBook Pro and an Air. And remember, I have a whole bunch of these things. So you know, a smartphone is up to date. It's and the new smartphones are so so much fun and and they're so great. In other words, they're they're so fast and um, you could then begin. That's how you come up with the new ideas. Well, because until you buy the new equipment, you can't appreciate what the cutting-edge developers are doing and why. So if your TV set is not up to date, you're never going to have a clue why somebody thinks using a TV set for a particular purpose has any value whatsoever. Uh, on television, for example, buy a big audio system for that TV set. and All of a sudden, you're going to realize a whole lot of things. You're going to find out why people made movies in the first place. And it makes the experiences of, of, it just, you have a much greater appreciation for the people who are the creators of whatever whatever that piece of technology gives you, whether it's a movie and watching that movie on a big TV with a big audio system, or whether it's on a smartphone, and then you begin understanding, oh, that's what this ad tech is all about, and that's what, in other words, there is, you can't intuit these ideas, and it's, there's no shortcut to understanding the mind of, of a developer, artistic creator. You've got to work a little bit to get there and make the personal commitment to getting there, and then you begin understanding who the, who the people are, you know, who made the industry happen. So uh, in, in your, you know, world, is, has there been anything that has really surprised you recently, you know, in terms of all these different trends or companies? Has anything just knocked your socks off that you didn't see what was going to happen? And, you know, that's a hard thing for me to, uh, you know, I'm really uh, always uh, impressed um, by the operating systems. So when you look at what Samsung did with its operating system on its smartphones and uh, uh, on all of its devices, meaning they were beautiful. So the first thing you saw two, like two years ago or three years ago with the Samsung products was how beautiful they were. It was obvious that they had taken a leap forward in terms of the look and the feel of what a smartphone could be simply from a an experience, you know, from the experience that it was giving you and actual pleasure so that um, I, I actually thought lots of what you might call, you know, cutting edge users were, were using those big smartphones and they were showing them off. They were making fun of people who had other kinds of smartphones, you might say. Uh, but then Apple comes along, new operating system and, and raises the bar once again on everything. So I have got any, remember, I, it's not a, every release of every one of these products opens the door to another set of innovations or 
you know, unique talents that the people who work at these companies have. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a wonderful thing uh, to be a part of. Do you um, think that we're going to see anything really mind-blowing at this year's 2016 Consumer Electronics Show? Like, what, what do you think is going to be the hot topic there? You know, good question. I haven't got the slightest idea. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's just, I can't, I cannot second guess what, uh, what the people are going to do. So, you know, obviously last year at CES, it was all about, you know, virtual reality exploded. And of course it will then, you know, take a leap forward. But, you know, the other thing was cars. There was, you know, technology inside of cars, all everything about a car, self-driving cars, all that is now at CES. And, um, uh, it's, it makes CES that much more fun and it gives us breath and it brings more companies from around the world who would, who would have not otherwise found its way to CES. But the, having the auto industry there, I think, was a gigantic step forward. And of course, you know, can we use the expression IOT, right? Yeah. So Inter- the Internet of, That's right. of everything. Yeah. So, you know, now we're going to see, remember, 15 or 20 years ago, you might have made made a joke about CES because it had, you know, things like refrigerators there or something like that, or even jewelry, right? What did it have to do with us? Well, today, now, your refrigerator could become your favorite tech thing. Right, and right. You see what I mean? In other words, it's all going to be um, hilariously interesting and innovative, and there's no, there's no kidding here. This, you know, each thing takes over. But what I, I keep coming back to with you, you know, because you and I have known each other for a while. I mean, even when I was first getting into this business, and by the way, you were always so lovely to me. But one, one of the things that I've always thought about you is how do you keep track of all these different people? <laughs> because you know everybody's name and you know what they do and you know where they used to work and where they're working now. And that, that for me is the biggest struggle. I mean, I, I have to fake my way through recalling all of that so do you have like a you know a way to do that or do you just happen to be really good at compartmentalizing (laughs) yeah i don't know i I, I mean if you work at it every day and you read every day you're going to see everybody's name of course databases let's talk about databases. i have a big database and everything is there everything is in my i probably have the biggest email program anywhere you know it my email program can crash a gigantic computer because it's you know what i mean it's so overworked yes, yes, and you you you're um you email the world really about your different shows and that's how you generate activations right yeah so everything right well right now everything is between email and the website and doing email blasts and using your website and building everything and then video and, and you know it goes on and on you know keep in mind the part that i tried to figure out is you know 20 years ago or 25 years ago how did we do this you know <laughs> no 25 years ago we would go to the post office every day you know with 200 letters in fact we had an entire staff of people answering the phone putting together brochures, mailing them out. And I don't know, I think we used to caravan over to the post office with boxes of mail. Uh, happily, we were like, you know, Santa's little workers. It was like an insane, <laughs> an insane business back then. But I don't know how, and I don't know how we did it. You know, I have no idea. Uh, sending out. But now uh, it's all, now it's all, you, you have a pretty robust approach to 
you know, building loyalty to your show and making sure that even for folks that, um, you know, aren't speaking, they just want to be in your halls, right? Like that, that's the kind of show that you've developed. Like when digital Hollywood comes to town, you just want to be there because you know, everyone's going to be there. So, you know, how many names do you have on your email database? Are you allowed to say? Yeah, for sure. No, I have 30 or 40,000, something like that. Um, so, but, but digital Hollywood is constructed, uh, as a networking event, I guess. In other words, I think of Digital Hollywood not so much as a conference, but you know, as a festival of some sorts, a festival of ideas and a festival of innovation and a festival of um, you know, entertainment. So you know, it, the more I believe that uh, more and more larger, you, you know, Digital Hollywood is growing other events keep growing. South by Southwest keeps growing. CES keeps growing. NAB keeps growing. These events are becoming more, more and more vital uh, to everyone's ability um, to talk to each other. So just the opposite of what you think, or you know, you would say, okay, because of the internet, uh, people, you know, because of the way things function with internet and meetings, uh, people don't have to go to trade shows or conferences. Well, maybe the the number of events may go down, but the intensity of the events that exist become more vital and stronger. And, uh, and you know, and I'm pleased that we are among that group. Well, when we come back um, from our next break, we're going to um, try and trick Victor into telling us what he's planning for the next year and the shows that are coming up. Because uh, if you if you get him to talk you'll learn a lot of really groovy things. So when we come back, Mr. Victor Harwood, Digital Hollywood, and the Tech Cat. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform. Innovate. Create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. If you currently or aspire to serve on a board or work in a leadership capacity for or with a public or nonprofit organization, where can you turn to get the best advice and practices? How about Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White, Linda Schub, Gerald McFadden, Andre Howard, Tom Wall, and Rihanna Absar. Our program discusses challenges facing both public and nonprofit leaders. Don't miss these practical solutions and tips to enhance your leadership style and effectiveness. Leadership Matters airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Today, our world is faced with complex challenges that present massive potential risks. Conflict, misunderstanding, misalignment of organizations and their leadership, lost productivity, wasted time, and wasted resources resulting from limiting perspectives, distraction, and hardline positions are damaging our today and our future. The monetary cost of such failures is in the billions. Stop wasting time. Make a shift. 
Engage with host David B. Savage on Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration, Thursdays at 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to Lori at TechCat.tv. That's Lori at TechCat.tv. Hi, everybody, and we're back with Mr. Victor Harwood, famous for his conference, Digital Hollywood, which is going to be happening um, inside of the Consumer Electronics Show this first week in January, and I'll actually be there giving show floor tours um, under my company, StoryTech. But Victor also continues putting together shows after CES and beyond. And upcoming after CES is a New York show, Media Summit. When, when is that one? Media Summit is the first week in March. And can you share with us any of the themes and topics that will be at Media Summit? Is it, is it going yep. to be very different from CES? Is a New York show, you know, constructed differently? Yeah. Uh, so... <clears throat> uh, CES, of course, I just want to say about CES, CES is such an amazing show, and it covers all, all the territory. So I kind of think of CES as if you think that you are a farmer and you are in a gigantic field in the middle of Iowa, you'll have all of these gigantic tractors lined up next to each other, and they're all rolling forward at the same speed, just grinding away and grinding away. So that it's, I never, so I look at CES as this gigantic bulldozers, bulldozers just moving forward and moving forward. And it won't be that, oh, this is particularly the hot thing. Even if you don't see it on the, you know, exhibit floor, there's a whole other group of bulldozers that are meeting inside of conference rooms or meeting rooms or, you know, hidden underneath in some sort of bunkers where they're making gigantic deals. You know, deal makers are moving forward. So just know that everything happens at CES. And so my, my conferences at CES cover all of the, all of the areas, right, from mobile and, and VR and games and advertising and ad tech and, and, and uh, you know, the future of television and everything. But uh, so, but it, because I have to try to reflect all of the important areas going on at CES. But at my own conference at Media Summit New York, which is the next after CES, I'll focus it in a little bit more on, on what I would call a few cut, more cutting-edge ideas um, so, that media, <clears throat> so that I don't need to hold conferences on what makes the media industry so powerful vis-a-vis -vis broadcast TV or the power of the advertising industry, et cetera. But instead, we'll focus it in on you know, internet disruption of the core media industry. So that gets back to what you were talking about before with MCNs and, and other kinds of over-the-top TV, OTT uh, uh, delivery of content. And then we'll get into VR, AR, and immersive entertainment. So you have those two areas are the two core ways that I'm looking at uh, Media Summit. And be, because it might... It's my complete feeling that every single um, every single media company. So, what do we have in New York? We have media companies, we have broadcasters, we have marketers, we have advertisers, and every single and we have brands, of course. Every single one of those companies, bar none, are going to 
are going to be investing tremendous sums of money, talent, and commitment to all of those ideas. And my conference will be the way that will give them the opportunity to meet other people who they're who are in their industry who are either already a step ahead of them or two steps ahead of them and thus begins the industry conversation. What about, um, is the media summit in New York then vastly different from the digital Hollywood that happens in Los Angeles a few months later? Because the New York audience is definitely more media centric. You do have more media agencies buyers and planners, more of the advertising world, whereas in Los Angeles, it's more of the content world. And now this new infusion of Silicon Beach and startups and technology. So is there a cultural difference between the two shows? You know, that's a really good question. I, I don't think of it. I don't think of, think of it as being culturally different. Um, People in New York, let's just say, let me just say anecdotally about the two shows, you know, in Los Angeles, people tend to socialize more around all of these subjects. And in New York, they tend to work harder during the, you know, 8.30 to 6 o'clock business hours. I just want to say culturally speaking. And then they may go home to the suburbs where they may live. But, uh, but in terms of the content itself, it's, it's pretty much the same, except that Los Angeles has the gigantic production industry, and that differentiates it 100% from any other place on the, in the universe. So, uh, you know, in each one, so if you take all of the subjects that you see at Media Summit, and then you multiply it out through all of its levels of possible production, you're then going to see how I would then interpret the exact same thing going on in Los Angeles. So think of it in terms of guilds. So you have Screen Actors Guild, you have the Directors Guild, you've got the Writers Guild, and now you have, you have these same guilds in New York, that's true. But in Los Angeles, uh, they're 10 times as big. And so therefore, Digital Hollywood reflects who they are and what their understanding of the creative process is. So it, it, it's always interesting to me because um, I, I've, having attended both shows, I do feel that the the culture in New York and the media culture is a little different than you know, like in 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 a digital uh, media summit show in New York, everyone's a little more dressed up. They're in suits, you know, the women yeah. are in heels, and in LA, you know, it's a t-shirt and jeans, call it a day, but it's still a very senior person. You know, talk yeah. about very connected things. So there, there is a, a cultural difference, although the uh, level of insights, you know, are the same. Um, but it's very interesting. What, what is there going to be anything that we haven't talked about at the uh, the the next uh, media summit or um, LA show? Any new topic or any new area? Like often you'll have a new content well that, that you established. Like a couple of years ago, you and I did the, the Women's Entertainment Summit together. Are there right. any other new verticals that you're looking at growing one of your mini tents under? Sure. Uh, well, one very interesting uh, new thing that's going to emerge is the um, State University of California school system is going to create a creativity summit for students at Digital Hollywood in May. Oh, that will so, so exciting. Yeah, so they let's just think of it like they will bring in 10 or 20 kids from each of these schools, right, who represent 
certain ideas of, of creativity. And so that'll end up with 150 college students, uh, which will then be creating special seminars and events mixed in, you know, with executives from the, from, you know, the technology and entertainment industry. <clears throat> and then, of course, it will be webcast live to all the schools. So therefore, everything we're doing there will be interactively working with, you know, 50,000 students around the state. So that'll be really exciting. Well, that is really exciting. And there does seem to be a lot of energy and focus around what is the future of education and, um, you know, free community college and also education online. Are those going to be some of the topics that are going to be discussed? No, we're not going to be discussing that, although I, in other words, that was one of the verticals that's meaning over-the-top education and technology and education, meaning we are probing all of these areas sort of show by show. Sounds but so funny. this area is to really create the public-private um, public, uh, uh, partnership in basically bringing jobs to students, bringing them into the industry, and getting them trained. Wow. Uh, so b before we go, we're going to wrap up in a moment, but um, tell us, you know, are you reading any interesting books right now? Anything that is feeding sort of, you know, your approach to all of this? Um, because I think, again, you're, you're, you're just such a, a wonderful source of insights about where the business is going. What, what, what's on your uh, bedside table right now? Oh, good question. Um, the Elon Musk biography was really interesting. Uh, I read that a couple of weeks ago and, um, I think, you know, that was right up there with one of the best books of the year. By the way, it makes you feel like you're not doing enough in your life when you read his life story. I don't need that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> so Elon Musk. Uh, yeah, Elon Musk, Musk. That was great. For everybody. And I know you're a voracious uh, reader of the New York Times. Reader of New York Times, of course. And what, yes, Wall Street Journal, New York Times. Oh, and I love the New York Post. Great, great, great. And so all, all that feeds the machine that is Victor Harwood. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are running out of time, but please check out digitalhollywood.com, which is really the uh, umbrella URL for all the things that Victor is doing. And if you're going to the Consumer Electronics Show, definitely get a pass to the Digital Hollywood Conference panels. Correct, Victor? I say, everyone, join me at Digital Hollywood at CES. Come to Las Vegas. <laughs> come to Las Vegas. This is Lori Schwartz, your tech cat. Come join me on the show floor at the Consumer Electronics Show as well, where I'll be giving tours under the Story Tech banner. Come and say hi to Victor Harwood. He'll be hanging out in the halls at uh, in Vegas. And you can also check him out at Media Summit in New York and at Digital Hollywood in the spring in Los Angeles. This is Lori Schwartz, your tech cat. Thank you so much, Victor Harwood, Digital Hollywood man. Thank you, Lori. You're wonderful. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Have a great day. Thanks so much for listening to the Tech Cat Show. Please join Lori H. Schwartz again for another great program next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel and syndicated to the Voice America Women's Channel. 